Hi, this is Donna Otto. I've been describing myself recently as the lady next door. I am kind of the lady next door. I always say I know a little bit about a lot of things, and um, I also ha have been told that I often offer unsolicited advice. <laughs> One of the things I've been doing these days is providing you with some ideas of activities. And a week or 10 days ago, I began giving you some activities and I've mentioned them or re-mentioned them several times. I keep adding things that we love doing and um, have been new things to us this year. But I, I gave you uh, seven or eight ideas a couple of weeks ago. I want to give you a couple more of those ideas. Remember that all of these ideas are helping you who's the thermostat in your household. And if you haven't heard me say that before, you're either a thermometer registering what's going on, chaos, panic, calm, or you're a thermostat and you're setting the temperature. And I'm asking you to set the temperature of preparation toward Easter. We've talked about something daily. And we've provided some daily calendars. We've suggested a paper chain, a candle to light. Well, well this year my husband uh, surprised me because um, in, on our, our, our kitchen table, it's situated in such a place that there's a backdrop. And I just said to him very casually, boy, I would like a cross this dimension by this dimension. I held up my arms and he had no idea what that dimension really was. And I'd like some, I'd like it to be kind of crude and I'd like some nails on it. And uh, he had no idea what I was thinking, but to my delight and surprise, within a couple of days, he had made this cross. And, and not only that, made crosses for a group of young women who I treasure. And what we did with those crosses were uh, make them older, distress them a little bit. Lots of things you can do distressing wood. Um, YouTube will tell you how to do it. Just go to it. And then we put these nails on it. And uh, we, we posted our calendar, which the Ministry of Homemakers is providing for you. So we have a place to read every day. And then we put the other nails and we put prayer requests. A couple of nights ago, my grandson was over and he was interviewing Nana. I'm the grandmother, Nana. And he was interviewing me about my first grade experiences. Well, let me tell you, girls, that's a long time ago. But we were sitting at the kitchen table. And of course, we made, my husband made a cross for our daughter. Not sure that she wanted it. They're very crude. And she said, yeah, mom, sure. And she put it on the table. And here's my grandson sitting at our table. And he says, Nana, I think we should get a piece of paper and a pen and write down the pastor from Iran's name. And I said, well, what does that mean, Samuel? And it appears that his teacher at school has a friend who's in harm's way in Iran, and she asked her class to pray for this pastor. And now my little grandson has come home to, from school and now come to our house, and he wants me to put a little piece of paper on my cross. I'm always staggered, girls, by how simple a thing becomes something children adhere to. So do something crude. Put a hole in it. Make Nail it. You've got a hammer and a nail. Use anything. Use coat hangers. Use whatever you can do. Something else that I did that I've never done before, and that was we have the plastic eggs, and I, I want you 
to get those plastic eggs if you can. We don't provide them, but FamilyLife.com does. And you can check out their website or call them at 1-800-F-L-T-O-D-A-Y. FamilyLife.com. And you'll see they come in a box, and inside the box is a wonderful container that you can store them in forever. And inside there are 12 eggs, and inside each egg is a token piece, very much like our basket, only for a longer period of time. Um, So I've had these eggs, and while we don't do the eggs, we do our basket instead, I thought they're colorful, and I'm going to add them to the collection of decorations for Easter. So I put them out on a small little tray in our great room. The next time our grandchildren were over, they wanted to go through every egg. You see, it's a mystery. It's a treasure. What's inside? And then there was the reminder. How many times a day does a child want you to stop and talk to them? as many as you will. And here were these colorful plastic eggs, every one of them a different color, easy to buy, easy to store, easy to have for this coming Easter celebration. So go online and find them, okay? And now some other ideas that we're going to talk about today. How about an an evening with artists? You know, in the early church, Art was always a depiction of Christ's death and resurrection. Uh, This might include a trip to the library. It might include your going to the library and picking a couple of books up that have pictures of famous art that depicted the passion story, the week of weeks, the soldiers throwing the dice. There are so many great paintings and altarpieces and depictions of Christ on the cross and Mary the mother, the Piata, the Mary holding her, her adult child in her arms. Teach your children about this art. Have an arts evening. That's all. It's about art. And again, it's about the life of Christ. Bunnies. Um, I read the story, Bunnies, Are You For Real? Um, sometime a few weeks ago. If you didn't hear that lesson, go back and pull it up. I, I did that for moms, really. I read it aloud, and you can put your children down with a headset on and let them listen to it. Bunnies are an important part of our society, and the Easter bunny is coming. He's got an orange carrot. <laughs> a little boy down the street, when we first moved into our house, came to play with Mr. Otto. His name was Ryan, and he would knock on the door and say, Mr. O- Mr. Otto, can you come out and play? And Mr. Otto was very kind to him, and they would dig holes in the backyard and move dirt. And one day, Ryan said, could you come and see what I built? And Mr. Otto went down, and it was the day before Easter, and he had built this elaborate contraption over his bedroom door, which led to his bed where there was a carrot hanging, because he was going to catch the Easter Bunny. Well, I don't know if your children are that elaborate about the Easter Bunny, but don't let it pass without your doing something that um, encourages. Next, lambs. And um, I started with this. Actually, could I be really candid with you? I started with this because I'm the kind of girl who wants to 
be different. Everybody was collecting bunnies, and I thought, I don't want to collect bunnies. I was a young woman. So I started collecting lambs. Of course, that was much more holy, wasn't it, because of the sacrifice of the lamb. I'm only, uh, I'm only jiding myself. Uh, but I did start a wonderful collection of lambs, and I begin to put them out uh, about this time of the year. And a little lamb here and a little lamb there. I've got some motorized lambs and some crank-up lambs, and the children love to have them. And they're a gentle reminder. All the decorations that we do at Christmas, I'm encouraging you to put some decorations out and around. So when you see a lamb at the Michaels as you check out, you can afford it, pull it up, pull it up. One of the things that I think is really fun to do with your children is the 30 Silver Coins Treasure Hunt. Children love treasure hunts. Boys especially love treasure hunts. And if you're talking at all like it was a pirate's chest, and if you're talking about 30 silver coins, you can make them real coins if you want, and you can give them the coins after they've found it. But do a treasure hunt, a scavenger hunt. You know what that is. And to build it in accordance with your children's age and capabilities. Maybe they're just four years old, and they can only see the obvious red egg, to the red egg, and all the red eggs have silver coins in them. Or maybe they're much more complicated, and it's a scavenger hunt of gargantuan proportion. Uh, we love scavenger hunts at our house, and if you've come to a party at our house as an adult, I can assure you over the years you have been to some scavenger hunt, embarrassing yourself in the neighborhood, asking for something that you only hope will bring you the prize, and the prize is usually not that great except the prize of winning. So a treasure hunt for 30 silver coins. Maybe you want to buy some artificial coins that you'll use every year and make them even more important to the children, or just 30 nickels or 30 dimes. But prepare for that. This is a great time to begin that preparation. The Passover. We, we talk about this story of the Passover. We talk about the Passover feast, and of course we know that Christ was preparing for his disciples the Last Supper at Passover time, and we know the Passover story. And if you don't know the Passover story, again, on our uh, website, go to Easter resources, free resources, and you'll find a chronological of the Gospels, okay? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, every passage of Scripture that covers the week of weeks. And you'll find, through the chronology, many places that talk about the Passover supper, and then tie that to the children of Israel and the Passover. We say Passover, and we know all the history of that. And maybe you don't know all the history of it. It's a good thing for you to know. But have a Passover last supper in your own home. Well, Donna, there are only three of us. Well, that's okay. There are only three of you. What do you need for a reenactment of the last supper? Well, it'd be fun to have tricliniums, mats on the floor, Put a card table in the middle without setting up the card table. Get some old chalices. I have some silver-colored um, glasses that I bought. I call them chalices. I bought 12 of them. And our grandchildren and young children 
for the last 25 years have dinged and clicked and poured upside down and dropped those chalices feeling so special, and I never call them glasses, I only call them chalices, and find some, whatever they look like, and put them on the table in a hunk of bread. Let your husband, it's a historical piece of, of, of the story, but teach it by practicing it. Enact it. Let the words of Christ be read aloud. And at the time that you do this, you will see how many things your children are learning. I'm going to give you one more today and leave this list. It's still quite long. I'm going to come back to it another day next week. Oh, consider Easter music. Will you consider putting out something um, I remember a few years ago when there was a random act of culture. Do you remember that? There was a random act of culture, and it, it went viral in the video community. It went viral, and what had happened was in New York City, a very prominent chorale conductor decided that they were going to sing Handel's Messiah as a chorale in a public place, and they strategically positioned the entire corral in this Macy's department store, if I remember correctly. And at the stroke of noon, the director, who was concealed to everyone except the choir, they had all practiced and rehearsed it, the stroke of noon, they began to sing lustily Handel's Messiah. And it, I get goosebumps. Just I watched that video clip, tears rolled down my face. Well, that random act of culture popped up all around the country. We did it here in a mall that I was a part of here in Phoenix, Arizona. Handel's Messiah, which was written for the Passover time. We sing it at Christmas, but it was written for the Passover Easter time. Use your hymnals. They always separate things out. If you don't have a hymnal, the next time you go to a garage sale or a church that's closing its doors, get a, get a hymnal. Um, go for a CD that talks about Easter music. Up from the grave he arose, old hymns to simple new lyrics. And put some Easter music. Maybe that's just one activity, one night a week. Have your box ready to clip on the music and listen to the song. Well, thank you for joining me today. I am so excited about this Easter preparation. Um, and I encourage you to continue preparing, continue creating activities that will help your children prepare. Tomorrow we're going to talk about home readiness and some egg recipes as we march toward Easter. And remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day.